Hey, where you learn that from? Grand Theft Auto 3. Word? Can I borrow that? You got a uh, PlayStation 2? Nah, I got Gamecast. Gamecast? Well, there's GameCube and then there's Dreamcast. What you got? Well, I said I got Gamecast, oh. man. Damn, I can't afford it. Yo, everybody, what up? It is Nerd Dad TPC with another episode of the Gamecast podcast. And with me, this week's episode, big homie, Jake Twitchin. What's up, dude? Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, dude, you sent me a stellar music list, so I am fucking hype to play <laughs> this episode, man, because these songs are going to jam. But first things first, man, you know, what's up with you? What you got going on? What's uh, what's going on in the land of Jake Twitchin? Man, streaming, making content, busting out those short clips on social media as I typically do. And I'm just like treading water here waiting for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. It's the middle of February. I can't wait. How is it that the shortest month feels like the longest month with this game, like tacked yeah. on to the end of it? Because it's like, it's only 20, well, there's 29 days, I guess, this year because of a leap year. But you're like, come on, man. This month is so <laughs> much shorter than the rest of the year. And yet I'm waiting forever for this game to come out truly so, excruciating it is man it is it is it is but yeah, that's what's up yeah you guys can check out jake twitch and he's over on twitch twitch.tv slash jake twitch and uh you can also go to uh a plug for you here www.amazingstreamer.com yes that's a legit <laughs> website go there find all the jake <laughs> things good to me. and uh yeah, look jake says he's making clips and doing things on on social medias and stuff and i told him before and i'll tell him right now in this cast so everybody can hear it the dude is like the most organized like content creator i know because it's the it comes out every day at the same time the stuff's good it does good numbers right like he's hitting all the right metrics and it's steady it's steady flow viewership too right he doesn't have like one crazy viral video and then a bunch of like 100 viewers it's like everything is just nice and easy i mean he's got some high ballers on there check his tiktok out but like it's great so like i look at your stuff and i'm like this is what i this is where i'm trying to get give me i want oh, i want a thousand thousand plus views of tiktok like going every time that's what i want if i can get that then you know then i'll i'll be i'll be satisfied with my tiktok game for the time being so <laughs> too good to me yeah. i didn't know i was just gonna get buttered up on this hey, podcast man. i love oh, it of here. course dude i'm here to kiss your ass bro. that's the whole thing <laughs> let's do it so so uh yeah rebirth coming up man so uh this this track list you sent me uh minor spoiler alerts for the future but it does have two final fantasy tracks not from the same game but uh yeah, I'm pretty pretty looking forward to one of these. So let's 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 talk about the first one, right? So we're gonna the first track that we're gonna play in the show today is the opening track from Final Fantasy Ten Two. Oh man, uh, that's a that's a that's a divisive game, yeah. It is, yeah. But when you said, you know, when we were deciding on the theme, and I went with like pop music, this is the first thing that was like a lock for me. She's a literal pop star. Like it's what do you, it's what do you the mean? Whole thesis of the game, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, it's it's funny, man. You see people in chat all the time, and it's like, oh, I love Ten Two, and other people are like Ten Two is the worst game to ever be made, and it's like, is it though? I mean, is it? I I've, don't. I've changed my tune on Ten Two myself. Like, I think when Ten Two came out, and I was a kid, I was initially disappointed with it as a follow up to my Final Fantasy Ten, and then time to me has been like kind to it. I think, like, looking back on the sphere system and the music and the direction that they went to making it lighthearted and making it, I don't know, kind of like a, a girl's trip, like just kind of a, a more lighthearted romp, but for the right reasons. I think that game is sick. <laughs> well, and and I think I think the short time hop of release from ten to ten two did it a disservice because people were like, Final Fantasy ten is the greatest Final Fantasy game ever made, and like. 
it's in my top five, no doubt. Like it has a solid position in my top five Final mm-hmm. Fantasy games. And I like, and I think, and I tell people this on stream all the time, right? I, I think Final Fantasy X, objectively, and, and it's hard to apply to art, but I think objectively, Final Fantasy X is the best mechanical Final Fantasy game going because yeah. Sphere Grid is stellar. Your characters get a get a pre-assigned role, but it's not hard to deviate from. So you can really mm-hmm. customize when you want. All of the characters serve a purpose. I can't think of another, except for, I guess, 13 is the other one that I can really think of. But like, 10 was the first Final Fantasy I can remember playing where all of my characters mattered. Like, yeah. I, I had to make sure that everybody stayed equally leveled up through the game. Whereas like in 7, like I'm playing 7 on my stream right now. Dude, I've only got three characters leveled up. I only need three characters leveled up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to level the whole party. I just need three characters that can go ham, and then we're good to go. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But then ten two comes out, and like you said, it went from this like ten ten had ten had the great combination of, you know, we're having fun, we're on a trip together, everybody's having a good time. Titus is a himbo, and he doesn't know what's going on. You know, and then when he finds out, well, then but then he finds out. And then now the tone of the game shifts, but it's not a jarring whiplash. It's like, Mm. we all knew the players. We all knew he was the only one who didn't know. So us watching him find out like, Oh, this means she's going to die. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Right. It's like, yeah, it's crazy that he, you know, to, to watch him, you know, have that happen and and see it, but it's great. Like the story is great. Then you get 10 two and it's like, man, this one feels like tone as close together as they came felt like tonal whiplash, but the dress sphere system is even better than the sphere grid. I think like, (laughs) yeah, it's so good. I'm like, dude, it's this great, you know, uh, job. And I love a job system. Final fantasy tactics is my favorite game. Not even just final fantasy. It's my favorite game ever. And, um, I love job system games. I love tactics. I love five. Eh, three's okay. You know, but 10 kind of had it, but then 10 two was like real deal. True blue job system. And it was like, dude, this is crazy good. So yeah. Yeah. But, I often say about final fantasy 10 that it taught me two things. It taught me it was okay to cry at video games and it taught me that it was okay to be attracted to pixels. Hey, <laughs> Riku and Yuna were doing something for 12 year old Jake, man. Oh man. See, Yuna, Yuna to me is like Aerith. Like she didn't do nothing for me in seven. And mm. you know, and of course, like I'm, a, I'm way more like caveman. So like, of course I loved Tifa, which means in 10, I loved Lulu. Like, yeah, you know, for course. obvious reasons. Right, yeah, of course. Shining personality. That's what I'm talking about, you perverts. Stop it. But <laughs> really <laughs> but nice like, teeth. Yes. Very nice. I love the I love their well, I would say boots, but I don't think Lulu even has feet. I think she's just like a mind flayer that's got little tentacles. Belts. <laughs> belts belt dress. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, you know, uh, it, it's I I was seven was that for me. <clears throat> I was like Yeah. I was playing you know, you're playing seven and I'm like I'm feeling some kind of way. And uh, mm-hmm. is this, is this a thing? Yeah, it ends up lo and behold <laughs> later on, I got introduced and I was like, Oh, this is definitely a thing. Who knew? Anyway. So, uh, yeah. So the first track we're going to play, like I say before, right. 10 to it is real emotion. It is the opening track from final fantasy 10 to, and uh, it fits as an opening track for this podcast because you know, it's an opener. So uh, behind that, we're going to play another song 
uh, called Inside from Sayonara Wild Hearts. And that's a game that I remember seeing was coming out. Saw the trailers, thought it was pretty cool. But then I I ended up passing on it just because I was busy playing other stuff. Jake thinks he's going to sell me on it. So, you know, what? let's let's play a couple of tracks. So let's play let's play uh, Real Emotion. Let's play Inside. And then when we come back on the other side of this thing, uh, Jake will attempt to sell me on Sayonara Wild Hearts. Does that sound good? Hell yeah. Cool, man. All right. Catch you guys on the flip. What can I do for you?
go. All right, welcome back, everybody. Yeah, so that was uh, Real Emotion from Final Fantasy X-2 and Inside from Sayonara Wild Hearts. I, I kind of wish this was a video podcast sometimes because I actually would love to have put the music video version of Real Emotion like here <laughs> so people could see, you know, Yuna dancing around. But, you know, it's funny because then I would make the joke like, uh, you know, when people start dying, Yuna starts dancing. And I'm like, damn, she's still dancing a lot, bro. <laughs> dances <laughs> like wait a second she looks a lot more excited dancing this time like I'm, I'm, am i should i be concerned about what's going on here like what's what, what's the plot of this game did we switch are we the bad guys now so <laughs> all right so as promised before i said on the on the other side of this thing that uh that jake was gonna sell me on sinar wild heart so man you know the floor's yours bro sell me sell me on this game all right, so Sayonara Wild Hearts, if you like the sound of anything that we remotely play in this episode, and specifically, I mean, that song Inside, which I think is a good example of the general vibe, although it does have like some things that are even more upbeat and some things that slow down a little bit, is described from the developers of the game as a pop album video game. It was recorded audio first with the idea of making a playable pop album. I think it's like probably the best example of embodying what the theme of like this episode of the show is about. And I'm so happy to include it. And I feel very strongly that everyone should play this game because it's very low investment. I think the game retails for 10 bucks, 15 max, and it's constantly on sale for like less than five. It's an Annapurna joint. You know, they don't miss unless they're making 12 minutes. And then (laughs) I I didn't, I didn't know. uh, I didn't know that it was designed like audio first and then game. Like they built a game to match this record that they made. That's actually pretty sick. It's crazy. So yeah, it's a pop album video game. And one of my favorite quotes from uh, like the uh, the blog from the developers is uh, I'll paraphrase and I'll leave some things out because it's a very long list of things that I don't even know all the inspirations. But it's Sinar Wild Hearts is a soup made of pop culture. It's outrun the Teddy Girls subculture, Carly Rae Jepsen. Res, Cafe Racers, WarioWare, the 1950s, Sailor Moon, Gradius, Punch-Out, Tron, Rhythm Tengoku, and a good portion of ourselves, strangeness and mysticism stuffed into a blender, which is just such a great example of everything that it has. At its core, it's a rhythm game, but it really, it's just an awesome album of music. That's No, that's that's actually really... Uh, we I played Outrun on the last episode. Last episode was a uh, racing game themed, and uh, oh, nice! Like it was here's it was racing game themed. I'm using air quotes that you can't see, but it was really just I want to play Ridge Racer and Outrun tracks. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do let's do that. And then like I guess I should play some <laughs> other games too, because like Ridge Racer, all of them, and Outrun, like and Super Hang On. That was another one too, right? I've been oh, sick. Like I was listening to. Uh, there's a twit, uh, I mean, a YouTube radio station, uh, Rhythm and Pixels, where you know these two guys have a thing, and they used to do it as a show. I don't know if they still do it as a show, but they basically just have one of them 24 hour live channels, and they just play like game soundtrack, you know, uh, mm-hmm. music. And I turned it on one time while I was working, and Super Hang Ons Outright a Crisis came on, and I was like, dude, this is a ripper of a track. I don't know if you ever heard it before, but it is like. It starts out with this like uh like this 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 Phil Collins drum fill. And it's like, you know, late eighties, early nineties Sega game slash arcade game, 
So yeah, like yeah, it's real heavy, real heavy on the yeah the synthy side, right? So then, but on the they released the 20th anniversary version of the soundtrack, and it has uh, arranged versions on the second half. They're called like the Mickey arranged versions, and it's live <laughs> instrumentation, dude. Outright oh, Crisis live instrumentation is like. I don't know. It's a wild time. You have to check it out sometime, but no, but that like, so you said outrun, you said sailor moon. I love sailor moon. I love Gradius. Like so many of those things that you listed, they used as, you know, inspiration for making this project that they made. Now, now you, so you did it. Congratulations, Jake. I'm sold. I'm going to go pick this game up at my next early. I can't, I can't recommend it enough. The whole thing is narrated by queen Latifah as well. What? Okay, double sold. I'm going to buy two copies for that now. Jeez, I'm going to buy one on PlayStation and one on Steam. Just that that way to make up for my sins of missing out on this game. Dude, that's wild. That's cool. Like that's that's actually really dope. That's what I. That's why I do this show. Like learning stuff Mm -hmm. like that is 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 wild for me. I love that. One of my Um, favorites. Oh, it's so good. All right, so so this next block of game uh, of music that we're going to play. All right, one of these songs I know and one of these songs I don't know. Kind of the same deal as the first block, right? Yeah. Which is why I was really hype about this list cuz like I don't know all these songs, which is good. I want to hear new stuff. So, we're going to play a song from one of the best video game soundtracks ever that also happens to belong mm-hmm. to a pretty trash video game if we're being real. <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right. And then we're going to play a song. Uh, we're going to play a track from Rhythm Heaven that is called. Um, uh, it's called tonight. like Remix 3 Tonight. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't know how much of that was actual title and how much of that was like, you know, just labeling. I don't know. Yeah. So Remix it's 3 Tonight. Explain it now or should I explain it after? Like, no, no, you need, you go, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we'll cause, cause I may flip. I don't know which order I'm going to put these two tracks in. No, no, we're going to just play these two songs back to back one order or the other. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Give me, give me the, give me the skinny on, on the rhythm heaven song. Cause I've never played that. Now so, that game, I don't know anything about. So rhythm heaven is made by the Nintendo weirdos. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, if you're familiar with Nintendo, a lot of things just get published with like the Nintendo moniker, but within them, they have like six different, um, kind of uh, branches that develop games and it's uh nintendo spd which is nintendo software planning and development and i call them the nintendo weirdos because they're mostly known for rhythm heaven rhythm tengoku which is an inspiration for inside and uh sign our wild hearts like i was just saying mm-hmm. um and warioware warioware is like their biggest and then they do some other stuff like tomodachi life and things like that they metroid other did, m but we don't really did, talk about that did they do uh Elite Beat Agents, is that them? No, I think Elite Beat Agents is um, licensed out. That's third party that was just published by Nintendo. But you're on the right... it's weird like Elite Beat Agents. Okay. It's weird like WarioWare. It's a very strange game, but it's made up of, of like micro games kind of the same way, but they're all rhythm-based, sort of like WarioWare. Nice. And what happens is you play through these like individual things that sort of like train you on – you might have to like kick a ball in the goal and the way that the ball volleys, it'll go like bounce, bounce, kick, bounce, bounce, kick, and you kind of get the rhythm of okay. the game. And then in Rhythm Heaven uh, Fever, which is what this game is from, uh, at the end of each of these things, they might teach you like five different things so it'll be like bounce bounce kick and then you'll have one where you're sitting there and it's like a pigeon that's like tapping on a bench and it's like tap 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 
tap, tap, tap. And you do all five of these mini games. Then at the end, they do a remix where they'll take all of these things that you've learned and put them into one song all strung together. And it's sort of like your grand finale of the show after you've learned everything. And this is one of those remixes. It's called Tonight. And they really go like for the nines you know they, they take it to the next level and they have lyrics the whole nine yards and it makes an absolute pop banger that you can play along with so similar to sign our world hearts nice there was so speaking of that vein right you, you reminded me when talking about warrior where you reminded me of something so i was at magfest a few weeks ago right mm-hmm. and the magfest is a 24-hour arcade and they have it kind of broken up like there's a rhythm game section which is huge right and it's it's not mm-hmm. just ddr or step mania but it's got like the dj games it's got the there's one where like you got to play on this big circle that goes around you and like all these other whatever mm-hmm. and then it got yeah, like you know about. racing games and all this stuff but there was a game there called bishy bishy special you ever heard of it or bishy bishy channel oh. you ever heard of it it's no, basically no, it's basically like WarioWare, the four-player arcade game. And it's just a you play a bunch of these ridiculous mini games. You have three but you have two buttons and then a big disc that also functions as a button. And like one of the mini games is, you know, punch the door open and it like you smack the buttons really <laughs> yeah, fast and you yeah. punch the door, and then there's something crazy on the other side waiting for you. And then there's like, you know, skewer the you know the meal or whatever and like the food tosses out and you got to put the skewers through it to kebab everything and like one is one is uh apologize you know uh, what does it say <laughs> like apologize you know seriously or something and it's you press the button of the which guy the light over his head and he bows and like you want to bow so hard that all their wigs fall off and stuff it's like but it's that oh, same yeah. like absolutely super non sequitur ridiculous you know, like the warrior where stuff has, and I don't know which yeah. one came first or last or whatever, but like a lot of the stuff that you're describing about this game reminded me of that. So I was like, damn, which is, it sounds which is really right up the same alley. And it's just like, just you laugh at the absurdity most of the time. Yeah. And dude. Then you're very surprised when they throw in a banger, <laughs> dude. Well, I, I, so it was so loud in the arcade. Of course I couldn't really hear anything about the music, but I did go down there one night after I had, uh, partaken a little bit. So mm-hmm. I was I was a little steezy breezy, you know, floating. I was a little I was space <laughs> cadet. I wasn't I wasn't wasted, but I was a little space cadetty, right? I was feeling it. I was kid cutty, walking on the moon and shit. And like of course. I went down there and played this game too. I was geeking so hard. It was <laughs> it was like I was laughing so hard at this game while I'm playing it that it was hard to play. And I'm like, this fuck I gotta buy one of these. I need this cabinet. And apparently <laughs> yeah, I just looked sick. it up. Apparently there's a PlayStation game of it. I don't know if it's JP only or not, but I'm gonna have to oh, see no about it. I'm going to have to see about uh, getting a hold of this thing because I, if I can play it, if I could play this on stream, I absolutely would. It's multiplayer on stream. Hit me up. Dude, I'm saying. It's Bishy Bishy special for the PSX. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, special 2, 3. It looks like they're all Japan only, though. I will have to figure that out. Anyway. All right. So, that's Rhythm Heaven. So, I don't know much about that. So, the other song... We're going to play Can You Feel the Sunshine from Sonic R. Now, listen, I mean, you picked like probably the best track on the soundtrack. But here's the thing. Like every song is the best song on that soundtrack. Like there's not a bad track on the Sonic Correct. R soundtrack. And I was telling Jake this, you know, pre, you know, off mic, right? Pre, pre-recording. I had heard so many of these songs before I ever played the game that I just thought they were. I thought, and I, and this is what I grew up on, right? I'm 38 years old. So I grew up on like that nineties house and R and B sound like, 
you know, Snap and Black Box and CNC Music Factory and, and you know, uh, LaBouche and stuff like that, right? All those mm-hmm. songs, like, that was my childhood. And I love that stuff. And I still love that stuff. So these songs, I thought were just early to mid-90s house jams. I had no earthly idea that these were songs from a Sonic video game, of all things. Until yeah. somebody, like, sent me a copy of the record and I was listening to it. And I was like, these are Sonic R tracks? They're like, yeah. And I was like. It's insane. I was like, I want to play this game now. And then I played it and I was like, why'd I do this to myself? (laughs) (laughs) Where's it for the music? Dude. So, so a a friend of mine, um, Michelle Belcher, she uh, runs the, the speed running or is one of the head people at the speed runner thing at MAGFest called MAGFAST, formerly the Mega Manathon. And she always does the same thing where she speed runs Sonic R, but it's a karaoke speed run. So like she plays the game and then, you know, it's carry the people it's her and her people on the stage are all like just singing with the crowd, singing all the, singing all the Sonic R songs. And I'm like, that's the, that's the only way to play it. Like, because the game is just not that good. So this is the only way to play that. (laughs) Yeah. There's no other way. You want like a cool bit of like lore. If you're a fan of that music, I feel like it's super unique. It is, I would say nearly impossible except for one example that I can give. Uh, to find music that sounds like this for a video game soundtrack. Like I funneled it in with pop because I feel like it could be, you know, radio friendly, popular sure. music. But for the most part, like, can you think of another game soundtrack that sounds anything like this? Like Sonic R now, dude. Like, yeah, it, it's, it doesn't I, exist. No, I mean, like, unless we're unless we're going to lump in DDR. But like, I feel like that's kind of a cheat answer. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like I don't know. Some of those songs are made for the game, but some of those were you know songs that existed. They adapted for the game, so it's like I don't know. Doesn't really count. But you're right. I can't think of another you know the made for the game you know soundtrack that has that same. But but you know what though, and I say that unless I'm the the it's coming to me while I'm thinking about it. Not exactly that there is one, but that Sonic R soundtrack absolutely is a evolution progression of sonic soundtracks up to that point i think because not that they sound similar but like dude the tracks on like sonic 2 sonic 3 sonic and knuckles um i mean even Mm. sonic adventure like those are rippers man and like they're made for the game you know what i mean and like i i could sonic adventure one and two i could definitely see them playing you know those songs on the radio like could you live and learn on the radio escape the city on the radio like those those tracks would would, would go crazy on there uh but even like you know with some with some re-recording alteration a bit on like a like chemical plant zone or ice cap zone dude you could put ice cap zone from sonic 3 on the radio i think you know on a station that plays you know maybe more like house you know kind of stuff but like right 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 but it, but it seems like Sonic R seems like a definite progression of that that sound. But you're right. No, I, I can't think of a game that I've ever played that had such a like distinct you know, sound. Yeah. Like, Jack Ryan Radio. So what about that? It's Richard. It, it's close, but I feel like there's more rap and hip hop in there. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, so it's Richard Jake's Jack Jacques. Jacques I think it's I think it. it's Richard Jacques, yeah, but I'm not sure. So he did it, and he was working um, with TJ Davis, is the the female vocalist that's on mm-hmm. all of these tracks, and the two of them worked together on one more game that like nobody has ever heard of, but it's 
kind of in some ways a household name and if you find the soundtrack for this you can youtube it pretty easily the game is called metropolis street racer for dreamcast and it came out like a year after and it's like a it's like a reunion tour from the sonic r soundtrack and there's a bunch of songs that sound like they could fit in on the sonic r soundtrack i don't think it hits the same highs but it does recapture the magic and what's really cool about metropolis street racer is although that's not a household name technically it is the first entry in the project gotham racing series well is it really yeah it is so if you look up like the like wikipedia for project gotham racing they'll show you like pgr one two three and four but the first title um from november 3rd 2000 is metropolis street racer it's the same team bizarre creation the ones who ended up making like geometry wars and all that Mm -hmm. really cool dang bro really cool you man you come in so there's a little little bit of a bonus if you're a big fan no yeah yeah yeah. that's what's up i'm gonna check that out uh like i said it's I love the Sonic R soundtrack. So anything else that even like, you know, I, will anything top it? No, probably not. But if it comes nah. close, like that's we'll, we'll take a we'll take a second place. Silver Trophy's not bad. So oh, yeah. word up. All right, let's jam these tracks. Um, you know, these are bops, man. I hope you guys enjoy them. If you're riding in your car, crank it up. I, I tell you what, Sonic R makes me want to drive fast on the interstate. I don't know about oh, you, but yeah, you know, obey the obey the speed laws. Uh, the the protocol which presents the Gamecast podcast is not responsible for your bad driving habits. <laughs> okay, i gotta put that disclaimer in there so uh yeah let's jam these let's come back because we got two more songs to go after that and this 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 after this block this next song we're gonna play we got a little bit to talk about there so uh let's jam some tunes we'll come back and uh yeah we'll catch you guys on the flip Future 
Yo, I I love that song. Can you feel the sunshine? Yeah. Is great. I, like I like. I think I think that might be my favorite song, but I, I also would say that I don't know what I'm talking about because I really love um, supersonic racing, and I love. Uh, hang on, I'm trying to pull the track list back up here real quick. Not track list, but the the album. I have I have the full record. I can, I can rattle some off. Living in the city. Living in the city. I think is probably my favorite, and the reason is. There is a guy from uh, New Jersey, and he moved, but he was he he was a, ra- a nerdcore rapper from New Jersey named Mister Wilson, and he put out two. They were called the Sonic Free P, so Sonic Free P and Sonic Free P two, like free EP. And on his first one, he did a song called "Living in the City," where he flipped that song the living in the city from Sonic R like slowed it down a bit and made it like a hip hop song. And then he had another nerdcore rapper, but it's this girl who can actually sing really well too. Samus. She came in and sung the hook, you know, living in the city, you know, you have to survive. So it's like, it's not as fast as the Sonic R track. It's slowed down a bit, but dude, it's a, it is a bop. dude. It's, it's a great song. Like, uh, that's sick. And then what's the, um, uh where'd it go diamond in the sky work it out uh, work it out i think work it out yeah supersonic racing is great uh work it out i think is probably the one work it out work it out talk about (laughs) it work it out man man, like i was for real like i I still i know that it's from a game because i played the game with the songs and i still go are you sure did you really record these for a video game like you didn't put these out you didn't want to put this out as a record like just legit because you could, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, like, you're not gonna put him up to it. Free, free my homie Yuji. Come on, man! <laughs> Isn't it crazy that he's in jail right now? Well, I forget what what he go for. Uh, insider trading, Square uh, Enix. Boo! Yeah. Boring stuff. Not even real gangster shit. I don't want to talk oh. about it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> come back when you're come back when you're extorting old ladies and doing weird yakuza and shit. Talk, talk, come oh, to me then, old man. But yeah, dude, I like I like all that stuff, man. There's such a all of the tracks are are just yeah, solid it's an all time classic. Man. Yeah, like anybody who hasn't heard it, you know, if that one song didn't convince you to listen to the whole album, check your pulse because you might be dead. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know what else to say. Um, so we got two more tracks to play, and we're gonna, we're going to break these last two tracks up because only only because we're about to we're about to gab on for a minute. So we're going to play a track from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, Jake Jake picked uh, an episode, a song from that that he wanted. He picked You, Me, Sun, Surf, and Beach, which is from the DLC, correct? Yeah, it is. It is. It's from the um, DLC intermission. Yeah. So so of all like the re-recorded, remixed Final Fantasy VII jams out there, what what was it about this one that, that made this you is- go... This is it. I honestly think that pound for pound, this might be my favorite song on the Final Fantasy VII remake, like integrate, like the full package soundtrack out of all like 140 tracks. It is, and it is a pop banger. 
And I think the thing about this is like I have a slight obsession with like music for video games that doesn't sound like it's music for video games, which is like a lot of what this episode you know yeah. ended up being since you allowed me so kindly to pick the uh, pick the subject here, and that ends up being pop music more often than not. Although you can make a case for metal or rock music too, but nonetheless. I love this song because it's to me the coolest rendition of the Happy Turtle songs. So if you're a little like housekeeping for Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, essentially the Happy Turtle is a bar and they have like promotional materials throughout the entire game and promotional music. And because of that, the Happy Turtle jingle, the theme from the original game, is remixed into a bunch of different genres throughout the game that you can kind of discover and you me sun surf and beach is the pop version of the happy turtle theme and it is maybe the best example of a song that like if you didn't know better and if you weren't listening to the lyrics and you just heard this on your favorite like top 100 radio station you would have no idea that this came from (laughs) a game um the other renditions are really cool too i'm sure you'll cover them at some point but like the like really old time like elvis style song you know this one that i'm talking about uh i think so it's been dude i haven't played remake in a minute and i'm actually i'm streaming 7 og on my stream right now and i thought i was going to finish it last night and then i spent my whole stream getting bodied by emerald weapon so that uh, sounds like yeah that's on i got another on brand another night of super boss fights tonight to hopefully clear it so i can start remake again so i can play the dlc because i like the only ones that i can really remember off the top of my head, and it's because my friends like beat me over the head with it. Is the Chocobo DeWaltz cover yep, the yep. one? And uh, uh, that, like, I can't remember the the world map theme that's that you can play oh, and, yeah. when you're walking around the slums. But there's a lot of that like genre bending stuff that they do with the themes in that game, and this is like a good example of it. And there's eight different Happy Turtle themes. There's like a dance one. There's a rock one. Like gonna get fully wrecked at the Happy Turtle. It goes, <laughs> it goes so hard. And uh, I think this song is like a really good example of I just, I just think pop music in a video game. So nice. I had to include it. No, I like that. I like that. So uh, we can't talk about remake and not talk about rebirth. You know, considering that it's two weeks away, like. 14 days from today we're going to be playing final fantasy 7 rebirth so so let's just let's do i mean let's just rip the band-aid off how psyched are you for this game man like what's your what's your on a scale of one to ten are you an 11 are you spinal tapping it here yeah yeah i'm an 11 (laughs) i it it comes up on every stream i keep on saying like i'm a variety streamer through and through i play uh, the craziest lineup of games like if you look at like my twitch recently streamed categories it always looks so absurd and i have there's there has been in i have not hid the fact that on you know february 29th and throughout probably march 15th estimated my channel shuts down and becomes a final fantasy 7 rebirth trailer <laughs> i will take breaks to sleep and use the bathroom and maybe eat but i'll probably just do that on stream while we're watching cutscenes. there you go um and we're mainlining that game and doing everything that it takes like i it is my most anticipated video game by a long shot and it, it's it's not even close. Same, same. I am uh, for some reason in my head for the longest time I had it that the 29th was a Friday and that got me really excited. But now that I realize it's Thursday, I'm like, huh. But I'm thinking what might happen is depending on if they if they give us East Coasters the uh, the 3 a.m. launch time, mm. then what I might end up doing is uh, I might end up just waiting patiently i don't really want to but i i I gotta be conservative with the with the time off at work right but i may end up Mm -hmm. taking friday off 
Because I yeah, told my wife, yeah. I said, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this day off and then I'm going to lock myself in my office. Don't just pretend I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm I... gonna to stream this game for as many hours as my eyeballs can take it. And uh, this same is thing. like maybe a little bit too inside baseball for like Twitch streaming behind the scenes. But like I wrestle with that idea of like, I am so amped for this game that I want to play it at midnight or at 3 a.m. the second that it comes out. <laughs> but how alienating is that for the audience yeah. who like wants to watch along with me? Yeah. But like, am, am I am I setting myself up for failure if episode one starts at 3 a.m. and ends at 6:45 in the morning right. and it is uploaded to YouTube and by 10 a.m. I'm back on stream playing it with bloodshot eyes? Yeah. Like, yeah. wait, what happened to the intro of the game? I'm like, oh, we already did that. Oh, you guys missed it. Where were you, bums? <laughs> Catch up. Suck it. Watch you watch the YouTube video and me stream at the same time. You'll be okay. I'll be live streaming to two people for the first half of March. Oh, dude! Like I, I told, I was telling my telling my stream the other day. I said when I play Rebirth, it is going to absolutely tank my shit, and I, my yeah, my metrics yeah, yeah. are going to go down the toilet. But you know what? I don't really care because I can't wait for I can't wait yeah. for everybody else to play it to go like okay, I can watch other people play it now because uh, yeah, this one's for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Like I'm playing this game. There's... You guys want to come hang out? Sweet. If you don't want to come hang out, sweet. I'm still going to play yeah. this game live on Twitch. It's going to be really hard for me to not play this game. Like when I'm at work, sitting here, like on slow I days know, at my right? desk and go, the PlayStation is right there. I could turn, I could play Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I should do that right yeah. now. Like it's going to be so hard not to. <laughs> it's it's such like a personal game to me too. Like the series is such a, a big deal. And like, it's so near and dear to my heart that like, even, even though it is like a personal thing, like I'm almost like recording it out of like, I, I want to stream it for like posterity. Like I want sure. like kids, kids to be able yeah, to yeah. see me react to the ending of Rebirth for the first time. Or I yep. don't know. It's it's insane behavior. But uh, nope. listen, if there's a case for video games being like important and being art, I feel like the Final Fantasy VII overarching series is the one. I'm, I'm listen. I, I I I I'm glad, and I'm also sad at the same time that I didn't stream. I wasn't. I was on hiatus from streaming when I played Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker. And oh, uh, yeah, like, did you did you have you have you caught up or have you stayed up on fourteen or did you play fourteen at all? I'm caught up. I'm caught up on fourteen. Yeah, I have three thousand five hundred hours in Final Fantasy. 14, I n- never streamed any of it. I just cried my eyes out all through Endwalker. Like, I was yeah, just so good. Cry like happy tears, sad tears. Like he just wants his friends back again. <laughs> it's not his. He's not a bad guy. It's not his fault. He's just heartbroken. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And it's like you made new friends and like, dude, all like the Emmett Selk stuff just like was tearing oh me God, apart. Yeah. Man. It's ridiculously like, good. Like, I don't know what to Final do. Final Fantasy like, fourteen is is secretly one of the best Final Fantasy stories that exists. Oh, it's the best. It is the best. Like I, I will, don't get that. I will argue that it is the best Final Fantasy story to date. Like. Yeah. I, and people are like, well, they've had like 10 years to tell it. I'm like, but you got to understand, like, it was great in A Realm Reborn. Heaven's Word, the story standalone of that plot is great. Stormblood is, is okay, whatever. Shadowbringers is phenomenal. Endwalker is phenomenal. And then the whole kit and caboodle together is phenomenal. I'm like, you, like this is not the, this, the only the big overarching story is good. The small stories that make up the big stories are really good. And that's what I tell people mm-hmm. all the time. I was like, dude. Now that they've introduced the trust system in 14, like you have, I tell people all the time, you got no excuse not to play this game. You can play, you can play the OG and heaven's word for free. You don't need to play with people. You can use NPCs to dungeon everything, which means you could, mm-hmm. you could experience the story all the way through without ever having to play with it. You could treat it like a single player game. 
I'm like, you're missing out on one of the best stories ever. Like, it is such a great... expansions. You get to play Final Fantasy XIV-5 if you so desired and continue to go through, and it only gets better. But when you're ready to do the the Soaking episode of the show, I'll come back on because (laughs) we can spend the whole time just listening to What Angel Wakes Me. You know, that's it. I want to listen to Civilization, and I want to listen to... uh, (laughs) Lahi! Lahi? You know Lahi? That's it. What Angel Wakes Me is the Titania Titania one? Yeah, Titania. Yeah, the fairy. Yeah, it's too good, dude. That the the Titan theme, the from when you do oh. the the Titan Primal Fight is wild. Uh, Civilization, like I said, and then like the whole and dude, I can't listen to uh, Close in the Distance without crying. Every mm-hmm. time I listen to it, I cry. Like, yeah, it's insane. The highs. I, uh, I'm getting all it's like r- it's ridiculous. I'm getting all knot in my throat thinking about it. All right, yeah, we have to. Yeah. We're, 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 let's pencil that in for the future. We we'll have to come back. And we'll <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah, yeah. not even a soaking episode. We'll just do a Final Fantasy 14 episode. I'm in. And like just play a boatload of Final Fantasy 14 music because the way the way that game uses music, and you know what, it makes sense because it's soaking. The way that game uses music as part of the narrative device and as part of the delivery package is on par with like the way Chrono Trigger did it and the yeah. way Final Fantasy Seven does it and Fighting like the way Shiva 10, for the first time and hearing oblivion and being like wait this is what we're gonna fight the boss to and then the music starts kicking up and oh my god yeah dude unreal crazy um yeah so rebirth super hype uh you played the demo yeah did you play the demo i can't remember oh yeah yeah, yeah, man, yeah i played the demo so slow <laughs> I, <laughs> I milked two and a half hours out of that stream. Dude, it was great i do uh <laughs> yeah. junon junon's next week right we get in the junon yeah, part on the allegedly, 22nd allegedly I think 21st and it has 21st. like an update to like the performance mode too. Really okay. exciting. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to check that out when, when that drops too, but I need to, I want to get back in there. I think I might do it today too and try to make some TikTok stuff. I want to get on the piano and play some, uh, somebody, oh, yeah, somebody yeah, mentioned something about playing, playing dearly beloved on, uh, the, 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 the piano. I want to, <laughs> I want to try that and I want to play, uh, what was the other, there was another song that hit me the other day and I was like, I should play that. I don't have to remember what it is. But all right, so yeah, let's let's jam this. We're gonna jam this one track here. So this is uh yeah, this is uh Yumi Sun Surf Beach from the Final Fantasy VII Remake Intermission DLC featuring Yuffie Kisaragi. It is uh as Jake said, it's a flip on the Happy Turtle. And uh yeah, so let's jam that and then we'll come back. We'll uh take care of some administrative stuff, we'll close up, and then we got one more track which will uh which will play out the show for us. So yeah, we'll catch you guys on the flip. Oh yeah. It's just the two of us on the coastline. Shall I? 
It's a Happy Turtles jam is always a groove and uh, oh. love it. Love it. It's a bop. And you're right. That that track, you you would never, if you didn't know, you would never know that it was a, a, a game flip. <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. like, oh, this is this is just a cool pop song. So, Unreal. Uh, all right. So we got we got one track left to do. Right. So this is the, the closing track and it is, a, you know, appropriately fitting closing track the same way we chose a good opening track. Uh, we're going to close the show out with Kingdom Hearts, Simple and Clean, the Planet B remix which uh, you've maybe only heard if you beat Kingdom Hearts 1 because it is the track that plays during the end credits theme, which is fitting for uh, the end of the show. But of course, before we do that, right, um, I want to first say thanks, Jake, for joining me on the show, man. It's been a hoot talking about games and listening to music, and you taught me some cool shit about uh, video game music that I didn't know and another soundtrack to check out in Metropolis Street Racer. So I'm going to check that out after the show. Um, so yeah, go ahead, man, uh, plug away, plug your stuff. Tell us what you got going on. What's the next, we know you're doing rebirth, but what else you got oh, going yeah. on in the meantime? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate you. Uh, let me, let me talk music on here because it is easily my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I'm obsessed with video game music. So it was a very, very, uh, good pick, easy fit. When you offered, I was quick to accept but uh yeah i'm jake twitching on all platforms like twitching with no g and if that's too complicated for you to find i literally bought the url amazingstreamer.com which will bring you to my podcast my twitch webpage, my tiktok my email address everything you need is just at amazingstreamer.com is big brain for reasons just like this when someone asks where can they find you my answer is clear and concise but for the most part i'm just streaming on twitch most nights and then my stuff goes up on youtube and tiktok instagram 
YouTube shorts, the whole nine yards. I'm playing, what am I playing? Skull and Bones Pacific Drive this month. We're starting Shadow the Hedgehog. Life is Strange. I just beat Super Mario Odyssey. We're in a Metal Gear Solid 2 playthrough. When I say I'm a variety streamer, I think you'd agree. Bro, I, I don't know how you play so many games at the same time. Like, my brain would not let me play that many games at, without completing one first. You know what I mean? Like, I would have to. Very mushy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I assure you. And especially like. Plates. Especially like it's not even like you're playing just playing multiple games but none of those games are like the other games like the, you're <laughs> yeah. you are dude metal gear solid 2 stealth shooty bang bang pacific drive scary you know volts or uh, station wagon game sonic the hedgehog <laughs> janky 3d action platformer uh mm. you know like dude you're all over the place man. dude I, I, yeah. i'm i'm actually really games. excited to watch you check that pacific drive game out i was uh it's been it's been on my radar of a game that looks really interesting to me that I'll never play because I know like, hey, you know, what? I think I would be really bored playing it, but I feel like watching somebody else play it would be a blast. I am obsessed with uh, I, I always say that I'm like a wealth of useless information unless you like video game trivia. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with like because I've played so many games and I, I you know, am pretty well educated on franchises and have a good i don't know base level on a lot of things i know a lot about a little and a little about a lot but i'm obsessed <laughs> with when a game can show me something i've never seen before in a video game so that's why i love like sayonara wild heart so much that's why i'm obsessed with rhythm heaven fever and things like that and like some of my favorite games of all time are like what remains of edith finch or uh outer wilds is super important to me and i feel like we're about to get something like that with pacific drive like that's a game that is very unique so uh, always just looking to add to the variety whenever possible no yeah i think and i think too that's a bigger point towards you know the the forever conversation well i guess not a forever conversation but one that's really been potent now not only with games but with with movies and stuff too man like enough with the remakes give me original ip mm -hmm. and uh you know so we're we're so deep into the what's old is new again cycle with a lot of stuff right now. So yeah, when you see a game like Pacific drive and you're like, yo, this doesn't look like anything that I played before. You yeah. Know, and that's, and I mean, really that's kind of where it's at. Like I'm interested in it because it looks so unique, but I know deep down that that style of game is just not for me, but I'm, I'm, I really right. want to support it because I want other, you know, weird shit to get made. And I want other, you know, unique games you know, to get play like I played, uh, it, for me, you know, my, my weird goes, I love like super liminal, the witness, you know, oh, I wanted yeah. to play, uh, what was that? Uh, did you, did you play the view frame? Is that what it was called? Or viewfinder? Oh, viewfinder. Told I was sponsored to take it with a grain of salt, but that is a, a very cool video game from last no, year. Dude, it looks, it looks tight. Like, like not that I'm going to sit and, you know, I got to play this game forever, but like, just the whole like, yeah, you, you know, you got to position the the other pictures right to to to, to complete yeah. the puzzle. Like that's cool. And like super liminals, super liminals the same way. Yeah, super liminals that same. Did you play super liminal? I haven't. I know of it. it. Gets a little that game gets a little creepy, doesn't it? Uh, I think so, but I haven't gotten quite that far into it. But it's the same. Uh, not premise, but like the the the, the gameplay loop is kind of the same where like if you pick up a can of soda and you you know you're holding it and it takes out the doorway and you let it go you know release the button on the on the mouse that's when you right. go up to the doorway it will occupy the entire space of the door it's now large right right, yeah. right excuse me you're really doing a lot of that stuff uh yeah i like that kind of thing 
There's like lots of cheese wedges early in the game to make gigantic ramps and stuff. But like the game kind of implores you to explore out of bounds, like Mm. which is really neat because there's there's always these different ways to go. Excuse me, different ways to go while you're in the stage, but there's only one way to exit. But there's all these like different like dead end paths that have, you know, secrets or things hidden at the end of them. And it's like. It's pretty cool, but I mean the the creep factor. The premise of that one is you're in a sleep lab, hmm. and they're supposed to be helping you do something like with your dreams, and the machine has failed, and you're stuck in your dream. So like you're supposed to be able to go in the dream, press a button, and it's supposed to make the machine wake your fit your real body up, but it's not working. So you're just like you're <laughs> you're in a dream the whole time. So like things get. You know, I mean, they do get a little trippy, but I haven't come across anything that's real, like creepy from like a horror movie perspective, but it is trippy from like, man, if I was having this dream in real life, I'd be freaking out (laughs) type of type of deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, but it's pretty cool. I think it's on Game Pass. Yeah, I'll take a peek. So, so, I mean, if you got if you if you're a Game Pass subscriber, then uh, yeah, it is. It's on Game Pass. I think a Game Pass subscriber. Dude, so much too much too much good free stuff. Like it's it's such a. Such a hard, yeah, dude. They got me for two hundred and fifty dollars of gear or whatever it equals out to. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I I like to think that I think I've, I think I like, I like to think that I play my two hundred fifty dollars worth of games too. Like I played Liza P through Game Pass, loved it. Yeah. Um, and I played. You said you mentioned Outer Wilds. Is that the? Oh, Obsidian the Outer, Wilds, Outer Worlds issue. No, you're thinking Outer Worlds, which okay. is the Obsidian like kind of somewhere between like Fallout and Starfield type beat. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a first person RPG. And Outer Wilds was also on Game Pass for a while. I don't think it is right now. Uh, is a space exploration mystery puzzle out of body experience. Ten out of ten video game. The best Got video it. game of all time. Okay. Also has great music. I it's I think it was always on my list of things to play and then I just never did and I'm like I want to go back and play it so yeah, I'll have unreal. to look into that I'll have to go back and check that out I uh, what was the other one that I played kind of in the weird uh, abduction which is made by the guys that made Mist like oh, uh, or not not the not the team but like the original guy that created Mist I think he made yep. abduction and it's another you know you're walking around only person there you know, solve the puzzles and, yeah, you know, read the notes and listen to the click adventure. Yeah. Which I love. Like I, like I secretly yeah. love those games. Uh, I would never stream them because they probably make for terrible viewing content, but if it's just <sighs> it's me and I'm hanging tell. out, like I will, I will absolutely put hours and hours and hours. Like I like the witness dude. I played so much of the witness. I love that game so much, man. And, yeah, and you never know what's going to make good streaming content. Last night I streamed a kaiju dating game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I really wanted to, I wanted to catch some of that, but like by the time I got done eating dinner and the baby went to sleep and everything, it just you were done. And I was like, "Damn, how did how did that go?" As ridiculous Poorly, as it but sounds, very fun. You uh, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it pulled it pulled an audience. Everyone had a blast. It was absolutely absurd. It's fun. The video is available at amazingstreamer.com. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there it is. I'm gonna have to check it out. Hey, yo, no, perfect, man. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the vod. So, but yeah, yo, man. Again, like I said, thanks again for coming on. Thank you guys for real. Uh, if you're oh, listening to this and you've made it this deep into the show, of course, I I appreciate all of you for listening and enjoying. Uh, 
If you're listening on Spotify, consider giving it a review. I'm trying to get a freaking Apple podcast account created so I can load it there, but it won't let me. And it's really pissing me off. I already hate Apple enough as it is. So like it's, this is really turning me off from wanting to deal with them in the first place or like forever and ever. But anyway, uh, yeah, consider, you know, hit and follow here, leaving a review. Let us know what you think. Please go follow Jake on all his stuff and check out his fantastic content. Uh, you can also follow me everywhere. Uh, much like Jake, I don't have a cool website, but I do have brand synergy. I'm nerd dad, TPC mm-hmm. everywhere. N E R D A D TPC. I'm on Twitch, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I have a Twitter account, but you'll probably never find me there. I'm on threads. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm anywhere and everywhere. I'm on YouTube as nerd at TPC. I'm anywhere and everywhere I could be uh, with the one brand name. So you can find me easy, breezy, lemon squeezy. I have a link tree, but you know, whatever that is, what it is. Um, yeah. So we're going to jam. Uh, the closing song is going to be, like I said, uh, simple and clean. The planet B remix. Um, you can catch me tonight, uh, probably getting my face bashed in by super bosses and final fantasy seven again, and hopefully starting final fantasy seven remake. And we're going to be playing through that to completion or rebirth, whichever happens first. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, we got another, another episode of my other cast. The unnamed Sidecast went live today, posted an episode yesterday, posted one today. You guys can check that out as well. And then, um, another episode of the game cast coming next week. It is going to be. A surprise to both you and me because I don't actually know yet. <laughs> but then I do know the week after that is going to be the Final Fantasy VII episode, so I can't wait. Jake, while I got you on here, bro, you got to send me a clip of you just giving me like a 30-second hype about Rebirth so I can put it on the Final Fantasy VII show. Hell yeah. So there you go, reminding you. So other than that, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for chilling. I hope you guys enjoyed the music selection that Jake brought today. I know that I did. It was a blast. It was a good time. And uh, yeah, hey, look, eat some food, drink some water, get some sleep if you need to do that. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, and we will catch you guys on the flip. Until next time, y'all, peace.